the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, good afternoon. Greetings to you. Thanks for coming along today. This is a work in progress. The paint's still drying on today's show, so uh, get a little peek backstage. Kath just came into the office. And I just, I, I went to move one of the um, pieces of furniture we have here in the studio. Yeah, the credenza. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the credenza is a little bit of a uh, an elite name for what it actually is. But anyway, as I moved it, all of my uh, pens and pencils went, cr- pencils, I don't use pencils, all my pens and highlighters went careening yes. across the room just as we were going to air. Flying through the air here. It's one of those days, isn't it? It is one of those days. It's another gray day in Pittsburgh. Holy but listen to this. I have a really cool story. Okay. What do you got? I saw this today uh, on thesun.com. What is the sun? It's one of my favorite like a, websites. Is that a British tabloid? I have no I think idea. it is. You think it is? I think so. I'm not really sure. Anyway, you know how you just go from one site to another? You're not really sure how you got to that exactly. You're surfing. Soon. Okay. Uh, a man by the name of Johann Hubers... Plans to sail his copy of God's ship. And you think, what is his copy of God's ship? Well, he's actually done a life-size replica of Noah's Ark. What? Wait. He's built a Uh life-size? So this is not like the Ken Ham. No, no, no. This is the Ken Ham thing is, you know, to give you an idea of what it's like. And, you know, no, no, this one is actually like seaworthy. Whoa. Really seaworthy. Mm -hmm. So it's on the water? Mm -hmm. It is on the water. Right now. There's a picture of it. I'm looking at a picture of it currently on the water. That's Johann Huber's Noah's Ark. That is super cool. Okay, so he's planning on sailing his ark from Holland to Israel. Really? Okay. (laughs) Is that sticks? Yes, it is. Will they smash a bottle of champagne and let the let the boat sail away? Isn't Sticks a silly band? Yes. But listen. But it's a great band. I love them. One of the greatest bands. What it year? really is. What year would this be? Oh, 1980. Yeah, see, Mike's got a thing. 1977. Oh. Wow. Wow. Who was the singer? Uh, Dennis DeYoung. That's good. Yes. I did not know that. Yes, it is. Dennis DeYoung. Very good, Kath. Thank Very you, nice. Mike. All right. Okay. So sticks sailing away. Okay. So I got distracted by sticks. Wait. How does Noah's Ark sail? Because it was not really a sailing vessel. Well, when I say sail, I mean it's going to float. Oh, okay. All right. Although he's going to pilot it, though. I don't know how this is going to happen. Noah didn't have to worry about piloting it. Okay. He says, as I look further in the article, John, thank you for asking. One major hurdle to overcome seems actually of of extreme consequence. The major hurdle. Is that the Dutch carpenter's vessel has no motor. So he'll need to rent tugboats to sail it. I see. Okay. However, tugboats don't come cheap and will cost the businessman who has made a fortune constructing storage spaces. That's ironic. This prepared him for this work, apparently. <laughs> surely did. Right. Uh, <laughs> it will cost him more than $1.3 million to hire tugboats for a journey like that. Really? Yeah. It's going from where to where? It's going from Holland 
to Israel. Holy smokes. Yeah, what a weighs, journey that is. It weighs 2,500 tons. Wow. And it cost him $5 million to and complete it. What is inside? Not two of every kind. Well, I don't think there's anything inside. I think it's only as it is. It's a gigantic. Yeah. It's just a huge cavernous it's 90, barge. It's 95 feet wide. I'd love to be okay. on that. It spans five floors, hmm. and it can hold more than 5,000 passengers. Wow. So that's not like a Holland Tour cruise. No, I don't think this would have luxury accommodation inside, but you could probably rent a stall <laughs> to get from Holland to Israel. I'm just guessing. You're going to be on a tugboat, right, that mm-hmm. pulls this Noah's Ark. Like, he's doing or you could why. be Or you could be on the Ark. Yes. Okay, he says that he wants to declare his love for the Jewish state, for Israel. Um, He said that in an interview with the Jewish Telegraphic Agency, adding that, quote, this is a copy of God's ship. It only makes sense to take it to God's land. I love the country. I love the people. They don't obey. They do what they want. They drive like mad. They shove while waiting in line, and they don't listen to anyone just like me. (laughs) Okay. Okay, now, interestingly, his wife, who works as a cop in Holland, initially laughed at him. Well. Which is also ironic. That's the narrative right? of the story, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. But he said he developed this strong urge to build the ark after reading a story about it to his children one night back in 1993. Hmm. Uh, his wife, after she finished laughing, said that once he finished building the ark, we could all go on vacation to the moon. However, he persisted and completed his first Noah's Ark replica 13 years later, but he was disappointed in it because it was only half the size of the one in the Bible. So he sold it. Now, who's going to bought it? Well, maybe somebody on a lake does a little tourist business. With an ark? Could be. So I sold the smaller one, he said, and I built a life-sized one, too. so cool. Uh-huh. He was joined by amateur carpenters who'd had no training, including, quote, a butcher, a hairdresser, and a teacher. He said, we're not professional boat makers. A lot of the stuff in here is crooked, which might explain why officials in the city where he lives will not let it open to visitors at present because they're a little concerned about public safety, I see. which okay. I appreciate. Yeah, sure, sure. Mm-hmm. So the crew travels. You're not at the pilot's wheel. You're just essentially a passenger, like uh-huh. a cork in the water. Well, like, bobbing around. imagine being a donkey in a stall. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much what you would be. Right. Mm-hmm. He also said that he believes, quote, we are living in the end of times, but that people aren't conscious of it. He said, now this, this is where things break down a little bit. The water's going to come from the mountains, from the sea, through Germany. It sounds like doom and gloom, but I'm not afraid of it, he added. Really don't. All right. Well, you okay. know, look, you spend a lot of time thinking about this, building it, praying about it. He's a believer, obviously. No, I don't. You don't think he is? I don't know that. that I'm not saying he's not. I'm just saying I don't know. There's nothing in here which says that he is. That's from the sun, which I believe, again, is a British tabloid. So perhaps this isn't like the most consequential sources? theological source to divine his intentions. You're saying I should have gotten a better source. No, no. Look, I I was happy I found the story. I thought it was interesting, John. I didn't have to go and like triple check my sources. You don't have to defend yourself. Thank you. You're fine on that. I I, I do appreciate it. Uh, We both appreciate it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. Anyway, so that might be something you want to consider. I'd love to to go. Have you ever been to Holland? Never. never. Okay. And you've also never been to Israel. No, I've not. This is your perfect Perfect. opportunity. How about we do a Word FM listeners cruise 
Yeah, you know how right. like other other talkers have like you know like Dennis Prager, yeah. you know that we're in the same network as they are, right? And but they, they, they have places. these big cruises they go to. I don't know where Dennis is going, that? but why can't we do that? So yeah. Dennis is going to go like to you know the Eastern Europe on a cruise, and we'll go from Holland to Israel on the Ark. I would <laughs> love it. There's a Jesus Freak cruise going on. Oh, the DC Talk cruise. Yes. Nice segue there, Mike. I bet you'd like to go on that, Mike. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who wouldn't like to do that? I'd like to do that, too. No, actually, I don't want to be on any cruise. No cruises. I've never been on a cruise in my whole Neither life. Neither have I. And Mike, have you been on a cruise? Yes, for my honeymoon. And he was on a honeymoon cruise? Yeah. I went to Coco Cay. What's that? Uh, Coco Cay. What's it's it? like by Florida Keys. Oh, like we're all supposed to know oh, that. Pardon oh, me. Coco, oh, that Sorry. Coco Cay. I thought yeah. you meant the other Coco Cay. I was just reading. <laughs> apparently, I was just reading the London tabloid, yeah. so I don't think I'm really aware of yeah, the names of the islands. I don't know. I'm, I, w- I went on the Royal Caribbean cruise. It was nice, but I, I, I'm not really much of a cruise guy. It's your I don't honeymoon. think I would do that again. But it was okay, your honeymoon. So you, How you bad could not, it be? Okay, that's interesting, though. You would not do it again. No, I wouldn't. Okay, why? It, it why freaks is that? me out like, that you know it's all those people. It, it's a, we're in a mass. We're in a massive vessel here in the middle of nowhere. Right. Of course. And if that thing goes down, you know. How long is it going to take for people to come and rescue you? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can get on the lifeboats and stuff like that, but Plus, it freaks you out. Did right? you have to get dressed? Did you have to go, like go to the captain's table and do all that? Yeah, did yes. you have to do that, yeah, Mike? That was fun. Yeah, oh. I got dressed and food was amazing. I ate like a king. Were people but, drunk all the time? No, nah, not really. Okay, good. Not really. So I think that you know, it, you do those free alcohol tours as well, right? You think, oh, that's like, people are just blotto. Right, but you didn't see that. I didn't see that. Well, that's okay, good. I did okay. wonder about I'm glad that. To I mean, hear that. All right, did you feel a sense of like um, being overwhelmed by the number of people that were on your boat? Yes, I I, I did feel a sense of claustrophobia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not doing that. Yeah, mm-hmm. was your that's cabin right. extremely yeah. small? It was. Mm-hmm. It was. He was on his but honeymoon. It wasn't, it wasn't as small right. as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Right. In that so. bad dream you had about it before yeah. you left. <laughs> The honeymoon wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> no, the honeymoon was good. It was just the location of it, right, Mike? That's right. Okay, I'm trying Very to nice. bail you out here. It's all right. You know, no, I, I know Mrs. New Mike, so. Doing a good job. You know. Okay, uh, speaking of um, space, our next guest, we're going to talk about the empty nest. Your empty nest is God's opportunity. Victoria Riolano, she'll join us in a few minutes for all the soon-to-be empty nesters or maybe those among us. Stay with us. Free to face a life that's ahead of me. 101.5 WORD. Be listening Monday through Friday when Chuck Swindoll helps us stay focused on the only one who truly matters. Christ is not just one among many fine leaders. He is the reason we worship. He is the focus. That's why we come and adore him, Christ the Lord. Listen weekdays to Chuck Swindoll and Insight for Living. Tomorrow morning at 8 on 101.5 WORD. You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off. If your child just can't do things you think he should be able to, there is a reason. Brain Balance can help. For over 10 years, the Brain Balance program has helped kids just like yours. This customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child is not making friends, is disruptive in school, or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be, it's not that he's not trying. 
He just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance Program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system, check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. For over 50 years, Chuck Swindoll has provided biblical insight for living. Now that wisdom is available in the Swindoll Study Bible. Scripture is practical. It addresses life as it really is. I want to make the complicated simple, but not simplistic, so that anyone can grasp scriptural truth and deepen his or her walk with Jesus. That's my goal, and that's what you'll find when you read the Swindoll Study Bible. Get your copy today. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM Discount Shopping Club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Like today, get twice the fun for half the price at Fun for All Family Fun Park in Cranberry. Get a $100 value for $50 or $50 value for $25. And enjoy the best family fun rides, games, and attractions, including their new Holiday Lights Mini Golf. It's all for fun at Fun for All. Log on now to wordfm.com. Keyword shopping. Hey, welcome back. Thanks for being with us. If you've got kids, sooner or later, the goal is... <laughs> the goal is... Let's go. Let's go. there. Thank you for being with us. And ladies and gentlemen, the door is located there, right? And not to be crass or mean or... You just the goal is to get those kids out on their own and have them live their life, right? But with that comes what's been known as the empty nest, and I think especially well, whether you're a dad or a mom, people you know parents have problems with that. Victoria Riolano is with us. Victoria is a mother of six, an author, a speaker, a psychology professor who resides in the D.C. metro area. She wrote a terrific piece that appears right now at the Christianity Today's website called Your Empty Nest is God's Opportunity. Victoria, welcome to the show. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. So tell us about your family. I mean, are you an empty nester yourself? Actually, I'm not an empty nester yet. I'm preparing, though, early. Uh, We actually have six beautiful kids, but our oldest is only 12 years old. I'm lucky to have the opportunity to teach developmental psychology, so that's kind of given me an edge, even though I'm of younger age, I'm able to kind of speak into this topic already. I see. So, but Victoria, a good friend of yours, she made the statement one day to you that she said what? That she's no longer a mother. Right. Yes. I had a mom come over to my house and she was kind of in tears telling me how her children had went off to college. And she said, I am no longer a mother anymore. I'm finished. It's over for me. And it was just a great opportunity to minister to her. And that's when I told her, I said, you know what? Your nest is not empty. It's simply growing. Hmm. Okay. So that's a different way to look at it. So instead of some parents who feel a sense of what the fact that they're purposeless 
or the fact that they can't contribute any longer. You're saying or the job's done. Right. You're saying that that they need to what expand their horizon beyond their own children. Right. Absolutely. I feel like that term empty nest is such a negative connotation. It's it's void, it's empty, it's frustrating. You're done. And I've just come to learn that motherhood is and fatherhood even is not something that necessarily just ends right at the 18-year mark. Like, it continues. My husband used to sell life insurance. So this is like a whole life, a whole life policy, not something that ends right after the 18-year phase. And so sometimes get so trapped and once they get off you know they get out of the house from high school it's over for us but that's just really a time when the relationship is starting to shift and now you can start bringing in more people to be a part of your family that's good i mean you know I'm speaking, of course, from a dad's perspective. A mother's perspective is different in that, you know, she is obviously the nurturer from the time the kids are born until, well, you know, 17, 18 years of age. But from a father's perspective, I think that's really when it really, the rubber meets the road for a dad as they become empty nesters. And I think for mothers as well, right? They rely on your strength and your wisdom, your insight. Hopefully they'll come to you with their questions, their problems, their answers. It's, you're still the mother. You're still the dad. They may be empty nesters, but you still have influence and force in a kid's life. Right, right. Um, Something God really started to show me is that it's time that we kind of shifted a little bit. So I feel like, you know, as your children grow up, you're more the coach. And the coach, they call the shots, they plan the moves, it's very strategic planning. But a cheerleader is a little different. I know you said you're a dad, but if you shift from coach to cheerleader, there's a slightly different connotation because a cheerleader steps back and they encourage and they say, yeah, rah, rah. and also like this is an opportunity that now we can relate to the older children because we've been there, done that. You may not necessarily do that with a 13 or 14 year old. You may not relate to them so much on that level, but once they become adults, now when you start to minister to them as adults, it kind of changes the relationship. So I think it's really important, especially from a dad's perspective to Now you have to step back from just, you know, being the coach and strategizing every single move and trust that what you've already given them, that they're going to be able to carry that forward. That's really good. Okay, so how can you prepare yourself? So you are, what, five years away from this being your reality. So what are you doing for your family or inside your own head to get ready for that? Well, I think what I'm doing right now inside my own head is I'm embracing every transition Um, Even going from um, elementary school to middle school, every transition is further and further away that your child is starting to go away from you and necessarily needing you to strategize every single move. And so I really, I found a verse um, while I was creating this entire piece in Luke 2.19, and I really loved it because Mary um, takes a moment and she pauses. And in the verse it says, Mary pondered these things. Mm -hmm. And this was at a moment when Jesus was first born, everyone was starting to talk about him and what he was going to do. And I just found it so interesting that she paused and she pondered. And so I really feel like at this point in my life, I'm really starting to pause and ponder what are the things that I'm doing now that can help my children to be propelled for the future. So every step that I'm taking at this stage is so that when they do get old enough, I know that I've instilled in them the values where I can say, you know what, I think they're ready. So it's all about, at this point, instilling those basic values and preparing myself for even when they leave knowing that I've done a good job and I've done 
the best of what I had. That's really good. Uh, Victoria's um, Rolino, I'm sorry, uh, Victoria Rolino, the article in uh, Christianity Today called Your Empty Nest is God's Opportunity. So, Victoria, that's one thing to, to talk about that from from being a mother or father's perspective of what the child, the value is with the child. But what about the mother or father, especially, I guess, the mother, that as the child leaves, like your friend, well, everything's over. I've done my best. And now what? What's, what am I going to do with my free time or, you know, my worth or values kind of used up? How do you sort of look ahead for the future and think, well, even when my kids are gone, I've got this time. Uh, I'm going to mentor other mothers, but there's other things that I can also be part of that still shows my worth and value. Yeah. Right. And so one idea that we talk about in psychology is Eric Erickson's um, his model, his psychosocial development model, and basically what ends up happening is every person kind of goes to these stages. And the interesting thing about middle adulthood, so around about 35 to 50, is that the key term is generativity. And the interesting thing about that is the whole idea is that you are trying to give back to other people. So in the light of the Great Commission, this is a great opportunity for you to see yourself as a giver. Because although you, as a mother you were a giver, now it's a little bit different because now you're able to give to the greater community. And so this is a good time to start inviting over people from the neighborhood, to start bringing in a younger mom who needs help and who mm-hmm. needs assistance. And so a lot of times we think, okay, it's over, you know, we, we got rid of our kids, but there's more people who need, still need you. And the good thing about it now is now you're not only bringing time, you're also bringing wisdom. And so in my own life, as a mother of six, I really don't know what I would have done had it not been for the older mothers who come alongside me and said, you know what, I see you're struggling. Can I help you? Can I watch your kids go to the grocery store? Can I watch your kids so that you could take a date? And so in that way, it's like the older mother gets the opportunity to kind of get their baby fixed at the same time. They're investing something that a textbook cannot invest, which mm-hmm. is life experience. Right. And so that's something that I've learned that we can't disregard. Just because you're older doesn't mean it's over. It just means now you have an opportunity to give that wisdom and give that peace to the mom that, you know what, it's going to be okay. Um, for me, for my mentor moms, that has, that has been so valuable mm-hmm. to me to have someone come alongside me and say, I've been where you are. And you're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I have two kids. One is in college, but one's still in high school. And the thing I can say from, you know, trying to, I mean, in a very imperfect way, trying to reach out to other people while they're home is that you're teaching your kids something important about the world. And you're teaching your – I think it's important to teach your kids that they are not the beginning and end of your reality. I think that's too much for a kid to bear. Um, and so I think if kids recognize that they have, a, you know, a mom and a dad who have a bigger life that goes beyond them and that includes other people, I think that gives them the type of independence that's healthy and it doesn't turn into some weird kind of codependence. Right. Absolutely. And something I shared in the article was in my own life, as I was growing up, my mom stopped everything so that she can get me through school but she never went back to get her nursing degree until after I graduated high school. As in, like, the month I graduated high school, she was in class. And that kind of did something for me in two ways. Number one, it made me feel like, wow, like, I don't know if I necessarily want to wait 20 years before I do something that God has called me to do because I think about all the people 
that God could have used me to impact. But at the same time, it encourages me that if there is something that I put aside, I don't have to feel like, well, I can never do it again because there's going to be a time frame where I'm going to have more time on my hands to be able to do it in God's perfect timing at that point. That's fabulous. Victoria, you're a woman of great wisdom. We appreciate your time here with us and to prepare to think about Mm -hmm. the empty nests. uh, That's really good stuff. So thanks so much. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Our pleasure. Victoria Riolano, mother of six, author, speaker, psychology professor. More about Victoria on her website, victoriaspeaks.org, for all the empty nesters or soon to be. The tradition continues with Bill Gaither and the Gaither Christmas Homecoming Tour with special guests, the Neelands, Charlotte Ritchie, Kevin Williams, and Mark Lowry. 6 p.m. Saturday night, December 1st at the First Summit Arena in Johnstown. Tickets available now at 800-745-3000, the First Summit Arena box office, or at Gaither.com. Produced by Fill the Gap Concerts. Wendy's knows when it comes to fries, the more the better. Because people just can't get enough of their favorite hamburger sidekick. So for a limited time, Wendy's is giving you any size fry for just a dollar. That's a small, medium, even a large order of natural cut sea salted goodness for just a buck. Any size you like for the same little price. But a deal this good won't last long. So get any size fry for $1 from Wendy's today. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, a la carte only, excludes top fries. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii. A trip to Fun for All Family Fun Park always has our family life. Now that they've decked their 36 holes of award-winning miniature golf and holiday lights, they got us all thinking. Everything is cool at Christmas time. Fun for All's Holiday Lights Mini Golf runs from November 16th to January 2nd with a portion of the proceeds benefiting Highmark's Caring Place. For more information, visit Fun for Forall.com backslash holiday lights and experience the holiday tradition that'll have you singing. Dell Cyber Week sale for small businesses on. Save big with massive deals on office essentials like computers with 8th gen Intel Core processors. Dell's small business technology advisors can help you find the right tech at Cyber Week prices. Visit Dell.com slash SB Cyber Week or call 877 by Dell. Tonight will stay brisk and cold with intermittent snow. Coating to an inch will accumulate most of the area, a little more in the laurels. Watch for slippery travel if you're out. Low 26 tonight. We stay blustery and cold tomorrow with a few more snow showers. I will be near 30. Cold with lingering clouds tomorrow night. Flurries in the laurels, low 23. Mainly cloudy, not as harsh Thursday with a high 37. I'm Mackie by the meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. We are still, weeks after the attack at the Tree of Life Synagogue, still reeling here in western Pennsylvania of the horror of what happened. And you wonder sometimes, have we just lost our minds as a society? We are so upside down where the norm is, and especially for our children, the norm for them is mass murder. 
Well, there's been a response by the local church to do something to protect themselves. John Sikoyan is with us. John is um, he's a security expert and is part of the fourth annual Word FM Safety and Security Conference coming up November 29th, Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. And, John, unfortunately, we welcome you back, but we are always happy to see you. How are you today? Thank you. I'm doing fine. You know, we process the news of Tree of Life as civilians and, you know, we're shocked and unbelievably saddened by it. Um, tactically, though, I know you look at a situation like that differently. So can you talk about what these last two shootings have brought to mind for you? Exactly. It stresses the importance of reducing the risk by doing a risk-threat vulnerability assessment, uh, whether it be a house of worship, a business, a corporation, or school, uh, to be able to limit access and to control visitors coming into a facility, uh, to be situationally aware of your environment no matter where you are, at a house of worship uh, or a mall or uh, at a bank or shopping establishment. I see. John, command excellence and action response training, this is your business. Uh, unfortunately, I'm, but I'm sure business has been uh, sort of upticking as more and more of these tragedies take place. Uh, unfortunately, yes, John. So as people who, Kath and I, our audience, new Mike here, we sit in the pews on a Sunday morning, and I believe that's our most vulnerable time of the week, where the last thing we want to think about is protection because we're in worship. But there are things that can be done for churches, even basic things, to ensure that the people who come to worship are in some ways safe. Yes? Uh, sure. I believe it's important to restrict access to our public uh, meetings and venues and houses of worship. Uh, your uh, internal security team, your ushers, your greeters uh, should be observant of the behaviors and know the overt observable behaviors of people that may come into a congregation with violent intentions uh, to be able to restrict their access to the facility and potentially be uh, removed from uh, from the mass of congregation to limit casualties. So those people are our first line of defense, you're saying? Exactly. They are. So, John, is that even possible? I mean, I, I know that there are many churches who resist the idea of having someone armed on the premises. I mean, I, I don't want to do that. I'm sure many places don't want to do it. But when we see what's happening, John, we feel like, you know, maybe this is the thing we have to do. Well, in our, our American culture, we have the freedom to choose if we want armed individuals into church or congregation. Uh, and there are liability risks associated with that because of the number of people in the facility. However, these folks that are observant do not necessarily have to be armed, but at least armed with the knowledge of what the observable behaviors are of people with violent intentions uh, by physical demeanor, the clothing, uh, the potential threat of having a weapon or causing harm to people in the uh, facility. I see John Sikoyan, he is the, the president, the founder of Command Excellence and Action Response Training. We would invite you to attend the fourth annual Word FM Safety and Security Conference, November 29th, Christ Church at Grove Farm in Sewickley. Information and to register right now, wordfm.com. WORD. In touch with Dr. Charles Stanley. When you and I come to open God's Word, we have to be attentive. And let me tell you why. 
when the Word of God is open and the Word of God is preached, every single person who hears it, God has something to say to you. In Touch with Dr. Charles Stanley, helping you grow in Christ every day. Tomorrow morning at 8.30 on 101.5 WORD. Don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. The 2018 Donut Hole is closing fast. Open enrollment ends December 7th, and you have some important decisions to make today. Medicare is confusing. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know you have questions, and they have the answers you're looking for. Before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold Pat for 2019? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year and by how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or drop it altogether? Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality, with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. Why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Visit MarleyFG.com today. That's MarleyFG.com. Here at the Original Mattress Factory, we'd like to know, is it better to give or receive? One lucky winner in each of our markets will get to make that choice for themselves this Christmas. In the spirit of the season, we will be giving away a queen-size orthopedic luxury firm mattress set for each winner to either give to a loved one or receive for themselves. Visit any of our stores by December 18th to enter and for all official rules. No purchase is necessary to win, but eligibility restrictions do apply. May your holiday be merry and bright, and you always sleep tight. How do you celebrate faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Rollerdrome beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways 6.30 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at SkateNRD.com. Word FM Skate Nights at Neville Rollerdrome at SkateNRD.com. A lot of times people do the clean on their own. And in reality, all they're doing is making it worse. Greg Hybert, independent local owner of Sears Carpet and Air Duct Cleaning. While we're doing a two-step process, we're going to pre-spray first, which brings all the dirt up to the surface. And then we clean and then we rinse so we don't leave a residue in your carpet. It's dry overnight and you can actually use it right away and it's completely safe for kids and pets. Call 412-821-5200. Satisfaction guaranteed. 412-821-5200. It's Sunday and it's meeting time. Join Terry Hanna for Christians with Secret Addictions and find hope to begin again. If you were in a war and were able to seize your enemy's battle plans, how much more would your chances be for victory? Well, you know what? That's spiritual warfare. And with the Holy Spirit leading us, we're able to eliminate Satan's weapons that have reduced us to being prisoners of our own mind. Christians with Secret Addictions, Sunday night at 645 on WORD. Oh, today is your birthday. Thank you. It's not your birthday. And I wish you many, many, many more. I say it is, it is. Today. Happy birthday. No, no, this is, this transcends you, me, new mic, Word FM. Today is whose birthday? Pittsburgh's birthday. Woo! Oh, nice. 260 years ago, my friends. Oh, she doesn't look a day over 240. I know. She's looking good. Pittsburgh. This yeah. day in 1758, John Forbes penned a letter to William Pitt. 
informing him that Fort Duquesne had been captured from the French by the British. Yes. He described the previous two days' events and informed him, informed him that his name had been given to Pittsburgh, spelled P-I-T-T-S-B-O-U-R-G-H, like the Scottish. Pittsburgh. Oh, exactly. Very nice. Now imagine if the French would have won. We may have been a much thinner country. Mm-hmm. Drinking much more wine than beer mm-hmm. and, and eating crepes on a regular basis. <laughs> and not working very hard. Well, maybe not. I mean, you know, we'd be French, though. We would be French. We'd have very nice furniture. Yes. We'd have beautiful textiles. And we would be disliked by most people around us. Well, if that would have been the case, maybe the country would have been taken over several times. Because mm-hmm. That's a good point. Right. <laughs> Very astute yes. military observation. Exactly. Anyway, so happy birthday to Pittsburgh. Very, 260 very nice. years young. I love that. Okay, so um, did you go? Have you eaten any uh, places about that I should know about? Over the weekend. It was Thanksgiving. So. Right. I didn't eat out over the weekend. Um, I feel like there are so many new places springing up in Pittsburgh that I'm getting way, way behind. You feel And pressure? that's frustrating to me. It's frustrating really? to me because, you know, I like to eat out. I, I like do. to kind of have my finger on the pulse of what's happening culinary-wise, and I'm way off. I'm way off. I had a good meal uh, last week at the porch. Which is in Oakland. Lovely. Right Across on the, from the Hillman Library. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a very good meal there, which consisted of a margarita pizza, which was made in the wood-fired oven, and I loved it. Very and nice. I ate all of it, every little last bit. By yourself? By myself. You ate by yourself at the porch? Uh-huh. I, don't you like that? Oh, uh, yeah. Me and my book. Very, very good. It was very good. So I had a good meal there. Yeah. So you, you have the finger on the pulse. Well, I, I, l- say- I wish I had my finger on the pulse. Unfortunately, I don't anymore because there are too many new places. Yes. I would say at one point you had the fork on the plate of the uh, the pulse. Yeah, but now the fork's fallen off. All right. Well, you know, the PG does a fine job because yes, they, do. they have a food critic. Mm-hmm. I would like to have that purpose job. purpose is just to wander around the Can't city. We-, we could get that job. I don't I think mean, so. They're doing a wonderful job at it. But they perhaps are. when they vacate it, when they decide they've had enough of it, they could inquire Put about your, us. I wonder when the last time they they had a new food critic. I don't know. Because you would think you would get tired of it. Don't you think you would? I mean, right now I can't imagine getting tired of it, but perhaps if I was doing it. Just, because then if food became your job, then it would become like... But could food really become your job? I think, oh, I, maybe so. All right. So anyway, the PGA's the PG is out and about, and so they're looking at the newest and latest in and around the city. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Tell me. So um, here's what they're saying: from Brookline to Bloomfield, mm-hmm. Shady Side to the Strip District. Here are the week's scene-stealing dishes and drinks. Oh, all right. First stop was pancakes at Chev and Rachel's Family Diner in Emsworth. What? How about that? Wait, that's a that's a new Mike's neighborhood. Yeah, Emsworth. Yep. Have you been to uh, Have you been to Chev and Rachel's Family Diner, Mike? No, I never even heard of it. Oh, the morning's dreaded chore, raking leaves, the reward for a job well done, a pancake breakfast at my favorite mm. local haunt, Chev and Rachel's Family Diner in Emsworth. Plate size cakes for four fifty. I like them on the thin side, not too wow. sweet. Served with real butter, a dusting of powdered sugar, the perfect for soaking up the grease. Sausage patties, two bucks. Emsworth, yeah, very nice. A splash of Frank's Red Hot. Did you do that? Mm. Frank's Red Hot. I don't. I'm I'm a baby. I don't you like don't hot do stuff. I do. I wish I did because I'm sure most people who are, you know, have a have a good taste for food like hot stuff. So hot I'm sauce, I'm yeah. behind. How about uh, for on Sunday they went to a place called Burgers. 
Berg, B-U-R-G-H, apostrophe E-R-S, Burgers in Lawrenceville. I've never heard of that. They had an everything bagel hot dog, two for $9 on the menu. And uh, uh, they had that. They also had pasture-raised grass-finished beef. Grass-fed, you mean? Yes. No, grass-finished What does grass-finished mean? I have no idea. Yesterday, we were talking about grass-fed butter. Was it grass-fed yes, butter yesterday? Yeah, but at least I could understand that because if you have grass-fed butter, it comes from a cow that was grass-fed. Well, grass-finished beef. A lot of grass in the food. Um, so hot dogs, high-end hot dogs at Burgers in Lawrenceville. Okay. They also had some killer pickle brined fried chicken. Their Interesting. Wa- their award-winning grass-fed beef burgers. And uh, I- I'd like to go there. Okay. I would really like to go there. How about... Uh, oh. How about a lemon tart at Mediterranean Cafe in Suitley? Uh The Mediterranean Cafe, the market eatery. That Is that Mediterrano? Uh, Mediterrano, maybe so. M-E-D-I-T-E-R-R-A. Oh, no, Mediterra. Mediterra. Okay. Mediterra Cafe on Beaver Street in Suitley. The sandwiches Isn't that that place dishes. we follow on Instagram? No, no, I don't think so. No, that's the, that's the bakery. This is a cafe. Okay. Uh, they're having the uh, the tort, the lemon tort. Yes, I would like a lemon tort. Four seventy five, okay. flaky crust. Like like cost is a concern if you're talking about lemon tort. I mean, if it was eighteen dollars, I'd be like, yeah, all right. Mm-hmm. Flaky crust, creamy interior. I should not have that. Toasted menagerie. Hey, listen, I had uh, a piece of pie. Oh, did it you? It was know? my first dessert I've had since May. Nice. You've been so good. Listen, that pumpkin pie was so delicious. And you know what I decided Hmm. in thinking about it? And I have thought about it. Pumpkin pie is basically a health food. Mm, It's a vegetable. That's a stretch. It's a vegetable. It has many eggs, which deliver a lot of protein and the kind of fat that's needed by your body. Yeah. The spices are fine. And there is a small bit of sugar. A small bit? Kind of. No, a little more than that, right? I feel as if it should be maybe taken off my list of foods to avoid. <laughs> okay, all right. I'm for that. Okay. Anything that's a little treat for you to have a little sort of something sweet. I mean, I really, really love the pumpkin pie. Did now, you have I, any of the uh, cream? Well, I had Cool Whip. Yeah. Because I don't like that spray. Oh, I, had, I cannot stand that stuff. Uh, I, I had it. some. That oh. is so nasty. There's Would, some in my fridge right now. Did you put it on your pie? Yeah, and in my mouth. Oh, the, you did. I love it so much. You that is. If I if I did the didn't, nicest thing I could say about that is that it's adolescent. So what? <laughs> Who cares? I'm just saying you're actually shooting that in your mouth. <laughs> yes. What about the other family members who might want to have that? I have two. I have two sons. Listen, Mike. You're, <laughs> I have two sons. Both of you. Do you think Don't I laugh really? Because it's true. Who cares? Oh, my my adolescent taste in whipped cream. No, no, no. It's not the taste. It's not the The taste of it. It's the fact that you're shooting it from can to mouth. 99% of every guy would do (laughs) the same thing. So so please, save your disgust. (laughs) Please, okay? Let's continue on our little food tour. Our last stop is at Nacho's at Baby Loves Tacos in Bloomfield. And this is so cool. At Baby Loves Tacos in Bloomfield, they have an icon. Oh, how about that? Hanging on the wall. Where's Baby Loves Tacos, and why have I not been there? It's in Bloomfield. Because I love tacos. I do, too. Uh, let me see. They are at f- <laughs> 4508 Liberty Avenue what? in Bloomfield. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. They have um, 
uh, beautiful tacos, which include an order of nachos is eight bucks. They also have um, available the addition of squash, adobo carrots, cauliflower, and other vegetables. Vegetables beyond the usual suspects. Also love the updated interior picture window, the um, the icon by Simeon Larinovov. Okay, very nice. Baby loves tacho. Uh, baby loves tacos. <laughs> I'm already, I got the whipped cream in my mouth. Hold on there, Johnny. I'm telling you, it's finally happening. <laughs> what? The chickens are coming home to roost. <laughs> what do you mean? All of that shooting of that junk in your mouth, That's and now you stuff. can't speak. It's the Freon on the brain. That's exactly right. All right, well, here's the thing. So what about if we take a break and we come back, and I have selected what I feel like are some of the best meals I've had in Pittsburgh lately. Lately? Mm-hmm. And none of these are at your house? None of these are at my house. Out and about? Out and about. All right, very nice. Meals from a cath perspective. Mm-hmm. Stick around for that update. We all love food. Well, here we are again in that food trap. Why do we keep doing this? Because it's good. That's why. Jen had a very busy day today. Really busy. First, she dropped her kids off at daycare. Then she had a few minutes before yoga class for a coffee. Small latte, please. And then she saved a few lives. Nurse, two units, O negative. One, an injured child. Another, a cardiac patient. And then, a premature baby. All because Jen logged on to bloodsciencefoundation.org and made a financial donation. There, done. You see, local blood donors provide only about half of what is needed to treat patients. The other half has to be purchased and relies on financial donations from people like you and Jen. Ooh, So, what have you done today? To make a financial donation that saves lives, visit bloodsciencefoundation.org. Blood Science Foundation. Giving from the heart. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, I got the brush off again. I don't get it. Is there something wrong with the way I wave? Elbow wrist, elbow wrist. Why won't that little basset hound acknowledge me? I'm friendly. I give everyone peace of mind when I protect their homes through Progressive. He should be jumping for joy when I walk by. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe it's me. No, it's him. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. You don't know when your furnace will call it quits, but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini-duct units to heat and cool individual rooms. With flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees. Clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with a better business period. Ventec, 412-793-0661. How will you react to a natural disaster or random act of violence at your church, school, or daycare? You'll react the way you're trained. This is John Sikoyan, owner of Command Excellence. Join me November 29th for Salem Media Safety and Security Conference at Christ Church at Grove Farm. Along with security experts from local law enforcement, the FBI, and district attorney's office, our team will help you identify areas of risk and show you how to respond in order to keep your congregation and children safe. RSVP now at wordfm.com. Another day, another data breach. How do you keep your personal data secure? Cybersecurity for everyone. The protections available to multinational companies now available to you. Personal, affordable cybersecurity for you at cybersecurityforeveryone.com.
Food, 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 food. What's for dinner this evening? Calf, you hear that refrain a lot, but instead of heeding the call more often than not, you find yourself out and about. Well, it's one of those things, John. I mean, we're talking about the birthday of Pittsburgh, 260 years young. Yeah. I feel like we should salute some of Pittsburgh's good eateries. Oh, that's fine. I have no problem saluting I mean, I wish we could just go to one. You think we should just leave off the show and... What's downstairs now? There's a new uh, sort of eatery downstairs. Yeah, I've never been to that eatery downstairs. Uh, it's been okay. We, we've, been, we've been there for lunch. It's Who's a, we? It's a one spot. Me and Mike. Thanks, guys. No, you're not even here. Oh. You're out and about. I thought maybe you were. You're going like sitting somewhere, you know, reading a book and having, you know, what? Maybe. Crepes or something. Maybe. I believe it's called the Corner Market Ale. Oh. Okay. It's down here at Seven Parkway Center. It was empty for a long time. Now they've re- revitalized They have it. really good wingdings. They do. And a nice little chunk of they fries, do. too. Okay, wait, wait, uh, as I digress. So you've been sugar-free for how long? Kathy's sugar-free. I'm not sugar-free because I still have sugar in things. You know, like I'm not, you know, if I'm buying yogurt, I'm not buying sugar-free yogurt. Heinz I'm ketchup. Not looking, Heinz ketchup. I'm not Your father would that. know the answer to that question, wouldn't he? Uh, has he seen the, I'm sure he has, he's seen everything, but when you peel back the layer on the ingredients of Heinz ketchup, I'd be kind of curious to see like, you know, Remember, like uh, another brand of ketchup did an ad uh, years ago. Six tomatoes in every bottle. Oh, I don't remember that yeah. because, of course, that other brand was useless. Because who would ever want to have ketchup that wasn't Heinz? <laughs> I think we all can I agree, agree I'm on fine that. With that. Please. Okay, so, how many tomatoes in every bottle? And I wonder how much sugar per bottle. Mm-hmm. You know, depending upon I mean, you know, sugar, twelve ounce bottle. Let's 14. be honest. There's sugar in ketchup. Oh, of course there is. At least three point seven grams. Three point seven in a twelve ounce bottle or a sixteen ounce bottle. I wonder how big the bottle is. Or it's no longer a bottle, is it? Oh, it's a bottle. It's a bottle, even, even if it's though plastic, it's plastic. You can still call it a bottle, I right. think. Yeah, but can. I'm not concerned about that. Okay. Because I'm not going to take sugar out of everything, right? I'm just trying to be sensible about eating dessert and can't. You know what I mean? Snacks right, and right, dessert. Right. That's what I really just had to slash. Right. Because I've been I've been out with people who are obsessed with sugar content. Content. Right, they they make waiters cry. Right, and I'm not I'm not doing that. I don't have some people have to do that for dietary reasons. You know, they can't have sugar. No if you're sugar. A, if you're a diabetic or you right. have other issues, you know, related to that. But oh, my, I'm not, my I'm friend not, had issues. Believe me. Thank. <laughs> <laughs> my saying. goal is to not give issues to the waiter. That's mm-hmm. what I'm trying yeah, to yeah. do. Anyway, so I've been off sugar uh, since Easter. I had a, I had a piece of cake for my birthday. No, really? Yeah, I had a piece of cake for my birthday, and I think I had a piece of cake for Mike's birthday, now that I think of it, in September. See, here's me. This is, okay, so I've been like trying to do the follow along. You've done a really good job. Well, no, n- not really. Not lately. Okay, I did. So what happens is, you when I confess. fall off, you know, I just I fall off the wagon, I'm like a madman. Oh, interesting. Like, more like, so than you were when you were eating sugar regularly. Like, you would find me, like, in a sugar coma in the, in the sugar aisle of Giant Eagle. Really? Like, with a bag of sugar next to me. <laughs> Seriously, when I'm when I fall off, it's like I'm mm. taking no prisoners. Mm. It's right. not like a little nibble. Oh, I'll just have a little bit of sugar. No, so I, I did that over the weekend. Oh, not good. Mm-hmm. And then the weird thing is, not eating it, then you really feel it. Right. So, what did you feel like a huge energy surge, or did you like get frenetic, or what? Well, I kind of like was lost my mind. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. you've seen that happen. Yeah, but I never linked it to sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Touche, Kathy Emmons. Well, yeah, give or take. I mean, you know, it has different variables, oh, right? But here's the thing that I have noticed about myself is since I stopped eating sugar, mm-hmm. I tend to enjoy my food more because I know that my, my dinner or my lunch or whatever is what I'm eating. I'm not eating. I'm not going to have something next. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So I'm focused. I really do believe I have enjoyed food a lot more. Right, right. It's like that. Old, there's that old story about the woman with a fork. Have you heard that? You know, you know, she 
when she was buried, um, you know, she wanted to be buried with a fork in her hand. Oh, because she because she wanted. Oh, right, that was the one who said there's something good coming. Right. Right. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. So that's that's you now. You've, you've lost the fork after I've after the, the entree. Well, I still believe there's something good coming, but maybe it's not going to be associated with cake. Though I love cake. Cakes in heaven. I better. I hope so. I really, really hope so. Okay, so you want to hear some of my favorite meals I've had in Pittsburgh? Sorry, Since I we're ce- that's all right. We're celebrating Pittsburgh's birthday today, yeah. so I thought I'd highlight just a couple of great. Now, this is I have eaten in these places in the last month. None of these are going to be like they're not new. Like, holy they're smokes. not Hallmark. They're not. Oh my gosh, I never heard of that place. They're going to be places you've probably heard of, but I've just had good meals okay. there that were particularly good. Okay, the first one I have to say is um, if you're looking for the best, in my opinion, the best grilled fish anywhere in Pittsburgh. It is at Tesaro's in Bloomfield on Liberty Avenue. Funny you say that because I was thinking about them the other day because we went out for birthday with one of my kids and I was like, where do you want to go? He said, I want to go to that burger place, the high, you know, it's a chain. Oh, right. So I was like, okay, it was his birthday. Mm -hmm. The whole time. I felt like I was cheating on Tesaro's. I, I missed Tesaro's. Right, right. Because you know what? Wasn't no com- it, it wasn't as good. No comparison. I, see, I feel the same no way. No comparison. I feel the same way. I mean, so, it's fine. For sure for burgers. But if you are a vegetarian or you're just not eating meat or whatever, you have got to try the grilled swordfish or tuna. At Tesaro's. At Tesaro's. In Bloomfield. It is so terrific. I absolutely love it. And then go have a taco off the street. Please. Right. I got to find that place. Yeah. Um, speaking of tacos, mm. the very best fish taco in Pittsburgh is at Bakersfield on Penn Avenue in the Strip. Really? Listen to me. I have a fish taco. Have, do I have a fish taco wherever I can possibly That's have a like fish your, taco? That's your center my point. my favorite Your go-to thing. is Listen, fish taco. Listen, I love them there. I love, I love the crema on there. I love the size of them. They're only four three ninety nine a piece. Hmm? So you can just you can get one two, or six or tacos. whatever you want. Six? Yeah, six tacos. Depends how hungry it. you are. Holy smokes. They also have my very favorite... And this is high praise for me because I'm super picky about salads. They have my very favorite salad at Bakersfield. Really? Was it the romaine the, salad? No. <laughs> yeah, I've been feeling funny ever since. No, it's Poor it, romaine. it it has a spicy chipotle dressing on it. It is with with um, sunflower seeds. Mm. It is absolutely delicious. My favorite salad in Pittsburgh right Very now. Very nice. Currently, my favorite breakfast is I, I have to split it between two. The first place is called First Watch. Which is a chain. What? I've been to one in Cranberry. I believe there's also one in McCandless. I don't know where else in Pittsburgh they exist. But man, is it a delicious breakfast. Really? Yeah, it's not a cheap breakfast. So this is not going to be a place where you're going to, you know, be yeah. full for two fifty. You're going to spend a not little chunk. A, you're going to spend twenty bucks. For a breakfast. Yeah. Well that should hold you till the end of the day. Best avocado toast I've ever had out. Oh, that's nice. Oh my gosh, with a fried egg on top. What about the uh, breakfast place you took uh Second, of course, that's what I was going to bring up the original Pancake House. That's good. Which is on McKnight Road. No, that's not IHOP. That is not IHOP. It is so much better than IHOP. People. There should not even be any confusion between mm. the two. Wasn't it delicious? Oh, yes, it is. You had the potato pancakes, right? Oh, that's fabulous. Okay. And the order of bacon. Holy smokes. That was enough for like a whole table. It, it is. I felt guilty we ordered it. Mm. No, I didn't really it's feel It's like guilty. pepper bacon. It was so good. Delish. I always get the Swedish pancakes. Because oh, yeah. where else can you get Swedish pancakes? With the lingleberries. Lingonberry. Lingonberry. Thank mm-hmm. you. Lingle. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, pizza. Pizza Italia no, in mi- Bloomfield Minios. on Liberty Avenue. Okay. Mi- Go for Minios. Fine. Totally support both. And I had a really great hot dog. You had a hot dog? Yeah. Where? At the jalapeno cheddar kobasi at Pork and Beans on 6th downtown. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Listen to me. With a bun? Listen. Oh, yeah. 
So it's kielbasa, but on top of the kielbasa, caramelized onions, mm. pulled pork, mm. goat chev, fried shallots, barbecue sauce. Oh. I couldn't even oh, finish that it is all. So nice. I could not finish it all. For what made you do that? Because I never do that. That's mm. what made me do it. Mm. I thought that sounds such a weird connection of collection of things. I wanted to try. Was that. it delicious? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. And filling. <laughs> yeah, I think. Did you have beans? Yeah. You get a little side of beans. Yeah, you get beans. Pork and beans. Yeah. Or... Here's my only complaint. And I like beans. I, you know, I like pork and beans. I hope they're listening. I wish they had a better coleslaw there. Mm. Because if, if you're going, it's not bad coleslaw. It's just not good it's not coleslaw. Great coleslaw. I mean, they have they have a broccoli slaw, which is okay. But I would like a classic coleslaw, like a mayonnaise based coleslaw, because that's what you're thinking of when you're pairing a pulled pork or a mm. brisket or something. Don't that's what you think of, don't yeah, you? Think yeah, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, best coleslaw in the city. Where would that be? Permani Brothers. Really? Oh, really? Really? So you Hands like down. just the vinegar one? Oh, Best you like just the vinegar the kind? I like Best. the creamy. Like little, give me the creamy, you know, the traditional. I, you know what? Like, you know, this is weird. Ritter's. Oh, really? Oh. Okay. That's like grandma coleslaw. All right. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Springfield Grill in the um, in Mars. Really? I like their coleslaw. coleslaw. Yeah. I love coleslaw. So do I. Yeah. I and wish we had some. All these different varieties. Anyway. Happy birthday, Pittsburgh. Yeah. This is the ride home. The coleslaw and stuff edition. We're done with that. Stick around for the, is it 5 o'clock? Oh, we're taking a break. Okay. See you on the flip side. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. There's much upset about yesterday's announcement that General Motors is cutting some 14,000 jobs and shutting down five auto plants. White House Economic Advisor Larry Kudlow says the timing of GM's announcement is disappointing, especially after President Trump struck a new trade deal with Canada and Mexico. He believes, as uh, frankly the Prime Minister of Canada, Trudeau, believes, that the USMCA deal was a great help to the automobile industry and to auto workers. And yet, GM comes in right after the deal. On Wall Street, the Dow up by 108 points to close at 24,748. The NASDAQ rose a point, the S&P advanced nine, and crude oil down seven cents. It continued its drop, closing at $51.56 a barrel on the New York Mercantile Exchange. This is SRNU. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, driven by Calusi Chevrolet, serving the Pittsburgh area for 100 years. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice, don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-741-5592. That's 800-741- 
800-741-5592. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with my pillow, you can enjoy the most wonderful sleep of your life. Hey, this is John Hall, and I've been enjoying a great night's sleep for years thanks to my pillow. And believe it or not, it's still in as good a shape as it was when I took it out of the box. That's because Mike Lindell, creator of MyPillow, made it machine washable and dryable, and his patented interlocking fill guarantees it will never lose its shape. If you've never tried MyPillow, now's the perfect time with Mike's buy one, get one holiday special offer. Just call 1-800-961-9207 and mention promo code WORD and get two MyPillows for the price of one. That's one for you and one to give as a gift to someone you love. If you don't absolutely love it, return it in 60 days for your money back, no questions asked. Plus, it comes with a 10-year warranty. Mention promo code WORD when you call 1-800-961-9207 or enter it when you visit MyPillow.com today. Most couples begin their retirement journey with some common questions. Have we saved enough for our retirement dreams? When does it make sense for us to take Social Security? How do we know if we have too much in the market? How does the new tax law impact our financial plan? Do you have similar questions? Join Kurt Kanodik of Accurate Solutions Group for a conversation about retirement's most common concerns. You'll learn a lot, and all you have to do is register. But seating is limited, so don't delay. Go to asgseminar.com, pick the date and location that works for you, and reserve your spot today. That's asgseminar.com. Start your retirement planning process with Kurt Kanodik and the team at Accurate Solutions Group. Register now at asgseminar.com. That's asgseminar.com. And for more information on your retirement questions, don't miss Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kanodik and Ethan Lane, Saturday mornings at 10. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Tonight will stay brisk and cold with intermittent snow. Coating to an inch will accumulate most of the area, a little more in the laurels. Watch for slippery travel if you're out, low 26 tonight. We stay blustery and cold tomorrow with a few more snow showers. I will be near 30. Cold with lingering clouds tomorrow night. Flurries in the laurels, low 23. Mainly cloudy, not as harsh Thursday with a high 37. I'm AccuWeather Meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. The uh, Tuesday edition of the ride home. How's uh, how's your turkey holding up? You still have leftovers. Oh, I'm still doing it. Yeah. You know, because I didn't cook my turkey until Saturday. Okay. We had a delayed Thanksgiving, and uh, so I'm still I'm, I'm still deep into it. Did you do the hot turkey sandwich last night? Uh, I, that's exactly what I did last night. I felt inspired by you. Thank you. Thank Wasn't you it so delicious? much. It really was delicious. Yeah, hot turkey. The essential element of that, though, is the cranberry sauce. It's just not the same if you can't have the cranberry sauce. No, no, I, I, I disagree. No, I mean, I, you absolutely need the cranberry. The sauce. cranberry sauce is the exclamation point around it all, but the the heart of it, the turkey, the bread, need, the mashed potatoes, the, and the hot you gravy. You need the accent piece, is what I'm saying. No, if you went to like a diner and you said, "I want an, you know, I want an open face hot turkey sandwich," they wouldn't give it to you with cranberry sauce. I wonder. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. They would. They give might it to you. have. No, it. they wouldn't do it. 
They, they, they wouldn't. They, would have it on, they might have it on hand. They don't have it on hand. Well, how do you know? Because I'm a person that likes cranberries, and I always ask for them in places, and no one has them. They might have the uh, the canned, you know, the gelatinous uh, thing. <laughs> Which is such a disappointment, isn't it? In a pinch. In a pinch, you're right. It works in a pinch. Right, because you still get the tang. But if you ever did the A to B, oh, you'd like cry. No, no, of course. Having the canned version. Right. But, you know, say you were stuck somewhere on the road, and you're like, oh, I, gee. Exactly. Here's if a hot I turkey was, sandwich. <laughs> Stuck somewhere on the road with a can of cranberry sauce, I'd sure be happy I had You'd it. Say, heck yeah. Except I wouldn't have a can opener, so I can opener, so I couldn't get to it. No, no, I'm just not like not on the road, literally. Not on the like not like on Banksville Road. All right, I'm just saying, you know, if you were like somewhere like you know on the road, like en route somewhere, and you were oh, stopping, like, like like I'm flying to Jacksonville and I got to pull out my can of cranberry sauce. <laughs> <laughs> what do you even? I don't understand. I'm flying to San Diego for the game. Okay, or is the game here? Uh, I have, and no it's idea. not San Diego anymore. It should. Uh, why what is, is it? It's the is LA it Chargers. Oh. No, it's the LA Chargers. Try to keep track. The, I hate that. The West Coast is always shuffling things. They're like the guys with the coconuts. I know. Anyway, what are they doing out there? Back and forth. Back and forth. All right. Speaking of great sorrows, today, Tuesday, November twenty seventh, John. Mm-hmm. It's the loneliest day. Why? Of the year. Well, certainly it's cold, snowy, dark. It is. Why is that lonely? Yahoo News reports a miserable mix, John. Dark nights. Bad weather. Mm. Struggling to budget for Christmas and waiting for payday. Makes parents feel more isolated today than at any other point in the year. I don't know if this makes any sense to me. I don't agree with this. Okay, this is ChannelMom.com, a study they did. Found that almost three quarters of moms... I'm a mom. Pinpointed this day, November 27th, as the toughest day in the yearly calendar. Mm. With 67% of those people saying they admitted that they have felt lonelier since they became a parent. You get that. Do you get that? It's just no good anymore <laughs> since you went away. Whose song is this? Now I spend my this is uh, Three Dog Night. Yeah. The song is called One is the Loneliest Number. It earned 13 gold albums and recorded 21 Billboard Top 40 hits, seven of which went gold. Three Dog Night. Three Dog Night. They were a monster, monster band. Wasn't it an hour ago we were talking about sticks? Yeah. This is my favorite show we've ever done. We're like doing food and music, nostalgia food, nostalgia music. All right, listen. Finances are playing a part in how lonely moms are feeling. Wait. Wait, I'm sorry. I digress. Are you saying today? Today. This day this, is the loneliest day of the year. Yeah. According to According this to mom ChannelMom.com. ChannelMom. Mm-hmm. What is that? that yeah, it's a, I don't know. It's they're, some they, website. They're English. Probably. Because they're saying mom. Probably. Mom. But this is reported. I saw it on Yahoo News. Okay. Okay. They say that finances are playing a part in how lonely moms are feeling. With half of parents claiming to no longer being able to afford attending festive bashes after having children for yeah, those yeah. kids they really ruin it all don't right. they they just wreck your social life Let's see i have right. children festive bashes children a further, festive listen, bashes. <laughs> a further 51 percent of these people turned down invitations to meet other people as they struggled to stretch out their maternity pay their maternity maternity pay, pay. Uh-huh. who gets that maternity pay in england they do apparently well i mean some people get maternity pay here do you, have you never met anybody? 
Well, I mean, I didn't get it when I was working, but I would think that several places, I think a lot of places would give maternity pay. Several places. Well, no, I think it's maternity leave. I, I guess. Bet you're maternity get leave, it. yeah, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Okay. Worryingly, the story goes on to say, more than half of the moms admitted they're lonely as they no longer feel body confident to dress up and attend Christmas get-togethers. Hmm, body confident. That's a new phrase. <laughs> I li- I never How are you feeling th- today? Body confident. Bring it on, baby. I got it going. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You know, this sweater makes me feel body confident. I am John Hall. This sweater does it for me every which way I can count. How about you? <laughs> Fashion rules. <laughs> anyway. Okay, sorry. It's I a lonely day. Now, I understand. I felt very lonely when I had babies because babies are, were very draining for me. Yeah. And it was just it's a very hard time of your life. Like you're stuck home alone. Right. No one just, cares. Yeah. It's just hard. You can't go out. You, yeah. You just. Plus it's, you're broke. It, it, exactly. So I guess I get what it's saying. Yeah, but you'd think it would be the loneliest day for new parents. I guess I'm surprised that it's the loneliest day of the year for all that parents. That would make better sense. Does, wouldn't that make yes. more sense? For all Definitely. parents. That's what it says. It's the loneliest day of the year for parents. Really? Have you felt Are lonely? Are you lonely today? No, not at all. Are you Actually, kidding me? He's counting the minutes until he can get free of the two of us, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm fine. You know, no, I feel good. I, I was, I was going to play some um, some band on the run, but you know, that's a whole other story. <laughs> Your latest song obsession. Uh, uh, it is. Wings has become my uh, obsession. Listen, recently. that's a great band. Uh, I don't know how that. My kids. Do you kids do this? My kids mock my music of choice. Like I've oh. all of a sudden I become like five hundred years old. Uh, you know. But to be fair, when I get on something, you know, I get on a jag. I can't let it go. Right. I so can't. you have to go in there deep. So I played Wings for like the past I don't know two weeks or so, nonstop around the house. Those kids. I also play in the like. You can hear the groans. Oh please, that again. And mm-hmm. I don't even care. Good I'm for just you. Play it. I think you should. I feel good about it. Listen, that's a great band. It's so much better than the Beatles. That is false. It absolutely is way, false. way, 100% false. way better than the Beatles. That's not true. No, that, it is. You're living a dream if you Listen. think that. Seriously. Listen, Band on the Run is better than any Beatles song. That is not true. Yes, it is. That, uh, Kath. Listen. This goes with a loneliness theme. Here we go. Stuck inside these four walls. Yep. Isn't that beautiful? Stuck inside these four walls. Oh, yeah. Sent inside forever. Is this a lonely song? Yeah. This is really depressing. I love it. Nice again. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I can't. Mama. You like wings, Mike? He does now. I do now, I guess. Yeah, oh, my mom got, got me into wings. Oh, my mom. Now here comes the transition. It has a lot of different oh, parts. Oh, does it ever. I like all the different yeah, I like it. Burnt. It's so much better than the Beatles. No, it's not. It sounds. It's, excellent, so, it's so much more interesting. It's funnier. I agree. It's lighthearted. Listen, you the Beatles are so. I just you can't uh, pluck this out of history. I mean, because you've got to look at the beginning, the arc of the rock and roll thing, which you know the Beatles 
joined early on. This is post that. Right. With that same creative mix, because Paul McCartney's a genius. I don't know if he's a genius. Oh, he's a genius. He's a genius. Okay. Come on. Look look at the body of his work. That's genius. You're right. It has been a tremendous career. There's yes. no question about it's it. There's no question genius. about it. But if I'm listening to music, I'd way, I'd way, 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 any day of the week rather listen to this than the Beatles. No, I would not. Okay. Just saying. All right. It's fine. All right. Okay. Listen, it's a lonely day of the year. That's how we started talking about it. Okay. Okay. And speaking of lonely, actually, we're going to talk about Extraordinarily Ordinary coming up next with our friend John Kessler. What about old yearbooks? What about the simple lives most of us lead? What about reading a good obituary? Does that do anything for you? Oh, yeah. I like that. Speaking of lonely. (laughs) 101.5-WORD. Do you find yourself overwhelmed during the Christmas season? Barbara Rainey says the key is having the right priorities. Moms can look at all the things on their list. They can look at the Christmas cards and the gifts and all of that stuff. But if at the top of your list you say, teaching my kids about Christ, some of those other things might have to go. Making Christmas about Jesus. Next time on Family Life Today with Dennis Rainey. Tomorrow morning at 9 on 101.5 Word FM WORD. Hey, don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. Remember, open enrollment is ending December 7th, and that means you've got some important decisions to make. We all know that Medicare is confusing, but Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know that you have questions, and they have the answers you're looking for. So before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold PAT for 2019? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year, and by how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or maybe drop it altogether? Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality, with lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. So why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Visit MarleyFG.com today. That's MarleyFG.com. Christmas at the Spring House in 84 means lots of activities. Although we don't look like elves, we certainly feel like Santa's helpers as we go about our daily chores. In the bake shop, we're making pie dough and pie fillings from scratch to produce the best homemade pies you've ever tasted. The favorites are raspberry, apple crumb, caramel walnut, pumpkin, and sour cherry. And we're also doing all kinds of breads and cookies for gifts or just for good eating. In the basket-making area, we're putting together wonderful country gift baskets baskets just popping full and topped with beautiful bows. We like to say they're no fluff. They're just filled with good stuff. In the smokehouse, we're smoking round the clock our own hickory-smoked hams, turkeys, and even salmon. And I almost forgot we're also making our own eggnog with fresh milk from our own cows, and it's wonderful. Throughout the Springhouse store, we're filled with country gifts that will delight the young and the young at heart. Come to the Springhouse in 84 for an old-fashioned Christmas. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme gift ideas for everyone on your list. From annual favorites like remote starters to truck accessories, lift kits, weather tech floor liners, tonneau covers, electronics, wheels and accessories, and more. Heard of Drone Mobile? Use your smartphone to control, secure, and even track your vehicle from anywhere in the world. Don't know what to get? Get a gift card. For an extreme selection of the year's most extreme gifts, visit Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville at ExtremeTruck.net. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville. 
Send wishes of joy and love to those on your mind and heart this season with free online cards at CrossCards.com. It only takes a minute to personalize and send a CrossCards.com e-card that will brighten the holiday season for family and friends. From scripture-inspired cards to heartfelt messages, even party invitations, CrossCards.com makes it easy to let others know you're thinking about them this Christmas. Celebrate the most wonderful time of the year with free cards at CrossCards.com. Change furnace filters. Check. Change smoke detector batteries. Check. Install CO2 detector. Check. Make sure the furnace is ready in good working condition. When you have Pellis Heating and Cooling Service your system, Check. You're ready for anything. And be confident knowing a Pellis Tech is available 24 hours a day in case of emergencies. With after-hour calls, return within 30 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. How will you react to a natural disaster or random act of violence at your church, school, or daycare? You'll react the way you're trained. This is John Sikoyan, owner of Command Excellence. Join me November 29th for Salem Media Safety and Security Conference at Christ Church at Grove Farm. Along with security experts from local law enforcement, the FBI, and district attorney's office, our team will help you identify areas of risk and show you how to respond in order to keep your congregation and children safe. RSVP now at wordfm.com. John Kessler is back with us. John's the chair and professor Division of Applied Theology and Church Ministry at Moody Bible Institute. He is the author of several books, his most recent called The Radical Pursuit of Rest, Escaping the Productivity Trap. John, welcome back. How are you today, sir? I'm good, John. It's good to be with you and Kathy today. Thank you. You as well. So, John, uh, at your blog, johnkessler.org, you uh, write a piece that's so beautiful called Extraordinarily Ordinary, and you started off talking about your friend Ray. Tell us about Ray. Yeah, Ray was a colleague of mine who was diagnosed with cancer, and he told me that when he was diagnosed, he started reading obituaries, and I thought that was a little bit strange. And When he explained it to me, he said that he found comfort in it because it made him feel like he was part of a large company of people that was going through the same experience, that he wasn't alone in it. And it was really, I think, it made his experience seem more ordinary to him. And I think that was what gave him comfort. Mm. So there's some solidarity in that. Yes, right. And, uh, I, you know, and I I was struck by the, uh, the, the, his emphasis on the fact that it was an ordinary thing, that that, that gave him comfort. And and then I, I, this year, I announced that I would be retiring at the end of the year, and so, what? Uh, uh, yeah. John. So, well, <laughs> so I, so I've been going through the old yearbooks in the faculty lounge, and looking at pictures of former faculty that used to work here, where I teach, yeah. and and kind of having the same experience that you know, I'm seeing all these people whose names I don't know people I've never heard of, along with all of the students there, and realizing that, you know, most of us are living our lives for Christ in a way that's unremarked. People don't notice us, but God does. That we're we're really trying to serve Him, not in some extraordinary way, but in an ordinary way. And what I realize as I'm reflecting on that, it's, you know, it's actually hard to be ordinary, 
especially when we're living in a church culture that pretty much worships the heroic. That's really a great point. So when you think about the billions and billions and billions and billions of us who have walked this earth, right, trod the terra firma, there are not that many people who are extraordinary. No. By far and away, we are of the legions of ordinary people. And I think at some point you, you sort of have to become okay with that. Otherwise, you just grow up with like deep, hard neuroses. Well, and I think that's, you know, first of all, it's, it's ordinary people that, from a human perspective, that sustain the world, you know. They're yeah. the ones who are doing the work. They're the ones who, who are doing the ministry. And I even suspect that if you looked at many of the people that we consider to be ordinary, if you were with them, you know, day after day, you would realize that they're ordinary, too. That, uh, And unfortunately, we, we're in a culture that really doesn't value that, even particularly, I think, a a church culture. So theologian Stanley Hauerwas says that the, the, the church today really does not see the moral value of ordinary life, that he says the, uh, the Christian life, he says, is defined in relation to not the humdrum, but to revolution and conflict for many Christians, and the, and the everyday is morally uninteresting. So we just, you know, we write it off. We don't see the spiritual value in it, and therefore we don't offer our ordinary life to God as a sacrifice, you know, as a as a way to worship Him. And so you're saying that we should. We should look at the right. ordinary days as being days of consequence. Yes, and, you know, I was struck again, too, in this recent incident of the of the young missionary who lost his life when he was trying to uh, share the gospel with this primitive tribe. And I thought back to the days when I was a young Christian, and I had read the, the uh, Elizabeth Alias through Gates of Splendor, the story of her husband's martyrdom, when he tried, when they, basically he and and uh, other five other four other missionaries tried to do the same thing, and I, and when I was done, you know, I got down on my knees and I prayed that God would make me a martyr too, and I realized now, frankly, it was a foolish prayer that it was prompted more by a sense of romanticism than uh, by devotion. It was really a reflection of my own what I would say my own youthful impatience and a rash hunger for glory. When, in fact, God's plan for us, most of us, is not to go out in a blaze of glory, but to live our lives for Christ, taking the kids to school, working at our jobs, yes. serving in the mm-hmm. church, in some, in, in, in some unremarkable way, as far as the world may see it, yeah. but it's remarked by God. God takes note of it. Yes. I mean, well, it's like a Eugene Peterson, a, a long obedience yes. in the same direction, mm-hmm. right? right? But exactly. at, but at the same time, you know, I think most of us, especially today, we all sort of carry a little bit of Walter Mitty with us, right? That we want to be something other than yeah. who we are assigned. We we strive for greatness or adventure, and the internet provides us with that peak of the window. I mean, that's why YouTube is filled with internet stars, right? They take us places that we ourselves yeah. can't manufacture for that, and that's okay as well. That's also why, that's also why uh, studies have shown that people who spend a lot of time on social media get depressed because they give they get the impression that everybody else is living a more dramatic life than they are. One of my favorite writers, Wendell Berry, says that it may in some ways be easier to be Samson than to be a good husband or a wife day after day mm-hmm. for fifty years. Yes. You know, so so we think that we're just kind of 
going through the motions or or just maybe a passing into oblivion unnoticed. In fact, we're in this great company of people. We're upholding the world with hundreds of small and ordinary efforts that we make. You know, we make the bed, we drive the kids to school, we pray for them and worry about the kind of day that we're going to have. We go to work, we clean the bathroom. We do all of this, and we do it we do it for the glory of God, empowered by the Holy Spirit. And God values that, so that while the world needs its heroes, and we appreciate their heroes, if you really think about it, the, both the Church and the world are much more dependent for their daily functioning on the common efforts of ordinary people like us. Yes, that's really great. John, several years ago, uh, a man by the name of Kevin Emmert wrote a piece in Christianity Today called You Need a More Ordinary Jesus. You know, I just have to tell you, I had lunch with him today. What? <laughs> I absolutely had lunch What are you today. even saying? How could that possibly be? That's crazy. That's cool. Yeah. Okay, well, strangely enough, the the dude you had lunch with today wrote this piece. <laughs> so you're familiar with the book that I put. <laughs> no, he wrote this piece years ago. I've never forgotten it because he, he talked about how we know Jesus because we know the stories that are written in the Gospels. and Yeah. We know his miracles, and we know what his his birth was like, and we know what his the the last week of his life was like, and his resurrection. But if you look at the days of his life, most of yeah. them were must have just been unbelievably ordinary because we don't right. know anything about them. And That's so when right. we look at Jesus and we look at this heroic figure who was healing and loving and redeeming and all of those things, yeah. we forget that he also was living incredibly ordinary days. That, and most of his most of his earthly life was spent doing something doing things that apparently were not worth writing down yeah and and that was all part of his offering to God that was all part of the righteous obedience that becomes put into our account when we trust in Christ that you know as he's living out the reality of obedience to God in common ordinary ways. That's that's the righteousness that we claim by faith. That that's really Jesus good. Did that for us. Ordinary righteous ways. So when mm-hmm. we hear that, you know the, uh, the the commercial from years ago, time to make the donuts. Everybody gets it because everybody has their moment where they walk out their front door and it's time to make the donuts in an yeah. ordinary way. Just another that's day. Right. That's, that's right. Great. All right, John. So wait now. So you're stepping down now. You know, you're. I'm sure where when you walk the halls at Moody Bible Institute, you know, you're lifted up. You're feted, right? You're you're the, you're the guy in some <laughs> no. way. No, no, come on. I mean, you know, there's a power structure to every every yeah. organization. Call right? my boss and tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're going to leave now. You're going to leave that position of uh, of authority in June. In June, not you know, not right today, but yeah, in the spring uh, when the school year's over, uh, I'm moving on to whatever the Lord has next for me. Cool. That's very cool. That's a big change. Well, we're excited for you, John. That's wonderful. Great. Well, thank you. I am too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and thank you so much for being with us. And please please tell Kevin Emmert we said hi. I'm I'm actually going to email him and tell him. You have to. I don't think we've talked to him. I think that article came out at least four or five years ago. Yeah. So he was like a one and done. You're like like a regular with us, John. (laughs) 
bit. That makes me more important. <laughs> Which I think is what we were just talking about. It surely was. Thanks, John. JohnKessler.com, K-O-E-S-S-L-E-R, A Stranger in the House of God. Uh, John joins us from Moody Bible Institute. His latest work, The Radical Pursuit of Rest, Escaping the Productivity Trap. John Kessler. You're a good mom. You've tried every parenting tip in the book, but nothing seems to stick. Your child is smart, but just can't sit still and focus. Or maybe you know that something is just off. If your child just can't do things you think he should be able to, there is a reason. Brain Balance can help. For over 10 years, the Brain Balance program has helped kids just like yours. This customized program doesn't just mask your child's issues, but gets to the root of the problem. If your child is not making friends, is disruptive in school, or life just seems a lot harder than it needs to be, it's not that he's not trying. He just can't change what he can't control. The Brain Balance Program can help. If you feel your child falling further and further behind in school, don't wait. Call your local center today and find out how Brain Balance can build the strong foundation your child needs for a brighter future. Visit BrainBalance.com for the center nearest you. Hey, just ask your delivery guy. Or the guy who built your delivery guy's house. Or the guy who laid the highway for the guy who built your delivery guy's house. Ford commercial vehicles can handle the job. During commercial vehicle season, save on Transit, Transit Connect, E-Series, Super Duty, and Medium Duty trucks. Ford trucks and vans. Year after year, America's best-selling line of commercial vehicles because they're built Ford Tough. Claim based on IHS market calendar year 1985 through 2017. U.S. tip registrations excluding registrations to individual seer dealer for details. If you're not in the club, you're missing out. Word FM discount shopping club members get up to half off great deals every day, right from your computer or smartphone. Like today, get twice the fun for half the price at Fun for All Family Fun Park in Cranberry. Get a hundred dollar value for fifty bucks or fifty dollar value for twenty five. And enjoy the best family fun rides, games, and attractions, including their new Holiday Lights Mini Golf. It's all for fun at Fun For All. Log on now to wordfm.com. Keyword shopping. Tonight will stay brisk and cold with better bit at snow. Coating to an inch will accumulate most of the area, a little more in the laurels. Watch for slippery travel if you're out. Low 26 tonight. We stay blustery and cold tomorrow with a few more snow showers. High will be near 30. Cold with lingering clouds tomorrow night. Flurries in the laurels, low 23. Mainly cloudy, not as harsh Thursday with a high 37. I'm accurate by the meteorologist Frank Strait on 101.5 Word FM. Okay, wait, I'm curious about this because I know what we were going to talk about. So is this next story that you have, is this a, what would you call a climate change, global warming story? Is it from that genre? No. No, it's a it's an authoritative no. <laughs> Were you looking for more of an explanation or just a, <laughs> an answer? <laughs> well, I guess if you put <laughs> that's that's harsh. I guess if you were someone's mom, the kid would walk away from the kitchen sink feeling bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, now that's just. See, I'm, I'm going to get another one of those emails saying that I'm mean to John. Oh. You know? <laughs> no, that wasn't mean. It was just. No, no. It was. Uh, he deserves that's, it. That's well, what I felt like. Okay. I, was like I, actually, I was standing at the kitchen I, sink I actually, and I had to walk away. I for a moment was thinking, no, wait, does he know what I'm going to talk about? Because oh, I don't get the connection. No, I do. But, but now I do get the connection. It's the, and it's not even mentioned. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. So I, I actually don't mean to make you feel badly. It's not mentioned at all. Okay, I'm just going to walk away from the kitchen sink. <laughs> I got nothing. But not feel badly okay, about yourself. Fine. Okay, now you. Thanks, Mom. Because, because <laughs> we both love The Great Escape. The oh, film. yeah. The Steve McQueen Steve film. Steve McQueen film. The tennis ball, you know, the bouncing of the ball, yeah. the bicycle. Oh, the motorcycle it's, over the barbed right, wire. It's right, oh. it's right. It's a motorcycle. Yeah. It's not a bicycle. So beautiful. Good grief. All right. Well, that's World War II battle. All right. Huh? Be careful. This is an article in Fox News today. An extremely rare World War II Spitfire fighter plane flown by a pilot who later took part in the Great Escape has been recovered from a remote Norwegian mountainside. Now, when I say that this pilot took part in the Great Escape, I don't mean the movie. I mean the actual one. He was a participant, yes. The real one. Actual World War II historical event where guys broke out of a concentration camp. Specially equipped for long-range reconnaissance, the Royal Air Force Spitfire AA-810 was shot down March 5, 1942, during a mission to photograph the German battleship Tirpitz. The Spitfire's pilot, Flight Lieutenant Alistair Sandy Gunn, bailed out from the plane but was captured by German forces. And then later, two years later, he was part of the famous Great Escape breakout from the Stalag Luft III POW camp, which, of course, is what the movie is about. Recaptured shortly after the breakout, that man, Flight Lieutenant Alistair Sandy Gunn, was among 50 escapees that were executed by the Gestapo. Hmm. Okay. Now, this plane is just absolutely fantastic that it was discovered. It was not discovered in one piece at all. Of course, he said, you know, he bailed, so the plane crashed. But a team of researchers has painstakingly recovered the pieces of this aircraft from, and this is where your question, John, comes in, from a peat bog on the edge of the Arctic Circle last summer. The Spitfire, they say, is one of the most significant recoveries, if not just in the last 20 years, then potentially Ever, said military aviation historian Tony Hoskins. Hmm. Because only a handful of Spitfires exist that were in the that were in the war. But but they have been restored from substantially less original material than this one has yielded. So so then, as the plane fell from the sky and landed in this peat bog, it essentially kept it preserved. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. In, in however many pieces it was in, it probably wasn't in that many pieces. Well, there's a photograph here of the pieces. It's a really? lot more. Are you looking at it? No, I'm oh, just that's, looking oh, at Oh, the... that's a cockpit of Spitfire. Right, which is a beautiful piece of work. It really is. Okay, now look at this photograph. I'm sh- I know that this is awkward for those of you who are listening on radio, but John and I are communicating uh, amongst each other here in the studio. Uh, I see, I so there's see. a photograph oh, no, no, no. of how many pieces that the airplane turned into and was found in the bug. So it's a lot. It sure is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's cert- like through the shredder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But someone who knows what who know what knows what they're doing, they put it together well. Right. Now, the link to the Great Escape has also added to the aircraft's notoriety. The AA810 is actually listen to this, the only surviving substantially complete wreck aircraft relating to anybody involved with the infamous Great Escape in 1944, making this discovery essentially priceless. Wow, that is super cool. Yeah. Wow. And if you watch, you know, I'm not British, obviously, but I 
end up being obsessed with British things. I love the BBC. I love the way they do drama and comedy and all sorts of things. Anyway, so if you watch any Brit- British historical drama, you know that the Spitfire was is like that's part of their self-image. Well, it's the most beautiful plane of World War II. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it was, and it saved them. Yes, I mean, when you think about the Blitzkrieg and you know the, the London being bombed and the response, the English response th- th- was their savior in yeah. many ways. Mm-hmm. The technology. The Royals, the Rolls Royce engine in that thing. It, when you say Rolls Royce, and you think I mean, that beautiful piece of machinery that propelled that thing, it was just fabulous. Super fast, very live. It could take on the Germans one on one easily, and of course, more often than not, it won the, the races. Yeah. Well, anyway, it's a f- absolutely fantastic discovery. If you have not seen The Great Escape, Mike, you said you've never seen it, right? I've never seen. Yeah, it. Yeah, you got to see it. It's just a, it's a classic. Oh, Did yeah. it win an Academy Award? I do not know. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. It's really excellent. Anyway, terrific story in Fox yep. News today. So I was happy to read it. Okay. Take a break. Come back. Oh, oh we're going to talk in some ways. This is a, a thread as well. Uh, Hugh Ross is with us in a few minutes. And we're going to talk about, about global warming. Global warming. Yeah, but there's change. also an ice age. I hear both things. Can both can we be experiencing global warming and then there's a coming ice age at this? I don't think you can do I both have, things. I have no idea. Greater minds than ours. Hugh Ross, the scientist, will join us in a few minutes from Reasons to Believe. One hundred one point five WORD. The top five answers are on the board to this question. Name a common excuse or reason that people give for not believing the Bible. That's Pastor James McDonald from Walk in the Word Radio. I have my own source of truth. To read more about his answer, download a free digital copy of God Wrote a Book. Pastor James clarifies the misconceptions that surround the infallibility, reliability, and historicity of the Bible. God Wrote a Book, yours free now. When you go to wordfm.com slash book. Hey, I'm Brant. So there's this guy named Jordan. He's a healthy guy. He's a dad of six, and he works as a guide in Alaska. And he goes to the doctor, true story, he goes to the doctor, and he's diagnosed with cancer stage four. And here's the thing. He had switched earlier from medical insurance to MediShare, where Christians share each other's medical bills. So the question for Jordan and his wife, Jenny, was, is this actually going to work? Our medical bills exceeded $160,000. MediShare members shared all our bills. And it was about more than just the money, too. This is a real community. MediShare is, is a family, a group of people that stick with you through the hardest times of your life. I just don't know how I could have done it without MediShare. It's so worth looking into. There's a reason this is growing so fast. So if you want to find out more, here is a number for you. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. How do you celebrate faith, family, and fun? How about on eight wheels? Word FM Skate Nights are coming to Neville Rollerdrome beginning Monday, December 3rd. Join host Kenny Woods every first Monday of the month and enjoy your favorite CCM hits with prizes and giveaways 6.30 to 9 p.m. You could even win a free skate night for your family. Admission is $7. Skate rental, just three more. Details at SkateNRD.com. Word FM Skate Nights at Neville Rollerdrome at SkateNRD.com. It's the most wonderful time of the year. And with my pillow, you can enjoy the most wonderful sleep of your life. Hey, this is John Hall, and I've been enjoying a great night's sleep for years thanks to my pillow. And believe it or not, it's still in as good a shape as it was when I took it out of the box. 
That's because Mike Lindell, creator of MyPillow, made it machine washable and dryable, and his patented interlocking fill guarantees it will never lose its shape. If you've never tried MyPillow, now's the perfect time with Mike's buy one, get one holiday special offer. Just call 1-800-961-9207 and mention promo code WORD and get two MyPillows for the price of one. That's one for you and one to give as a gift to someone you love. If you don't absolutely love it, return it in 60 days for your money back, no questions asked. Plus, it comes with a 10-year warranty. Mention promo code WORD when you call 1-800-961-9207 or enter it when you visit MyPillow.com today. Come Dasher, Dancer, you too, Prancer and Vixen. Word FM is giving away Christmas, and we're off to Pittsburgh with a pre-holiday special delivery for all their fans. Every day, December 3rd through 18th, good little boys and girls can enter their fan club Christmas giveaway at wordfm.com for a chance at great prizes like these $100 gift cards to major retailers and more. Presented by Trinity Jewelers. Visit wordfm.com slash contest to enter. Climate change, global warming, it goes on and on and on. We hear about this almost every day. Well, Hugh Ross is with us. Hugh is an astronomer, founder and president of Reasons to Believe, an organization dedicated to integrating scientific fact and biblical faith. Hugh is also the author of Why the Universe is the Way It Is, Hidden Treasures in the Book of Job, and Navigating Genesis. Hugh, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you. So, Hugh, just within the last week, the fourth National Climate Assessment has come out. Uh, it's a volume two, Impacts, Risks, and Adaptation in the United States. Um, it details a surprising, to some, uh, level of global warming. Uh, have you read it? What do you know about it? And, you know, the president says these aren't actual facts. What do you say? Well, I've read the report. I've actually written the blog on it. And, uh you know, the global warming is something that all scientists agree is accurate. Uh, there is debate over the precise causes of the global warming. Uh, the report kind of links it with uh, carbon dioxide that we're pouring into the atmosphere. Uh, but there's also three other gases that human activity is pumping in the atmosphere, uh, nitrous oxides, uh, methane, and hydrochloro uh, uh, carbons. So... Uh, there really is no doubt that the planet is warming. Uh, the main IPCC thing is what can we do to keep it from warming to such a degree that it could lead to a climate catastrophe in the near future. I see. So you, you put a new wrinkle on this because you're talking about global warming, but you also maintain that we may be headed into an ice age. H- how do those two sort of diametrically opposed things work? Well, I've written a blog article on this as well, making the point that if you look at the, you know, we're in an ice age cycle. Uh, we're roughly every 100,000 years. We cycle between 10% for planet being covered with ice like it is now to 20 to 23%. And if you look at the previous ice age cycles, every time the global mean temperature has gotten 2 degrees centigrade above where we are right now, we see the planet rapidly dropping into an ice age. And there's now an understanding of why that happens, uh, that as you warm the planet, you melt the uh, polar ice cap. And when you melt the polar ice cap, instead of 60% of the sunlight being reflected off the Arctic Ocean, only 6% is reflected away. That extra 54% 
gets absorbed as heat into the Arctic Ocean water, which produces a lot more precipitation falling over Canada and Siberia. And, you know, warming up in northern Canada by, say, 5 to 10 degrees centigrade means that when you get precipitation, it will be snow. I mean, changing it from 70 below zero to 60 below zero, you're still going to get snow. And right now, the reason why we don't have thousands of feet covering Canada today is that it's a virtual desert. Most of Canada gets 10 inches of precipitation or less. And so the snow doesn't have an opportunity to accumulate. But if we were to double that to 20 inches of precipitation, even though Canada is warmer, you would see a buildup of snow and ice. And as that snow and ice builds up, it reflects away uh, more sunlight, uh, which causes the entire planet to become colder. Uh, that would also happen over uh, Siberia. Uh, and North America takes the greatest hit. During the last ice age, 55% of North America was covered by a 1,000 feet thickness of ice or more. How long did that ice age last? Well, with North America, you get uh, quite a bit of variability. 55% ice coverage is the peak, uh, but for about a 90,000-year period, uh, you've got 25% or more of North America uh, covered with ice. The ice age cycle basically operates with 90,000 years, uh, 20 to 23 percent coverage with ice, and 10,000 years of just 10 percent. And we've been in what's called a warm interglacial longer than any other ice age in the ice age cycle. Uh, we're now around uh, 13,000 years since the last time we had 20 percent of the surface of the Earth covered with ice. Okay, so if you mention an ice age cycle, then my next question is, well, if it's a cycle, is this something that, I mean, obviously every organism has an impact on the environment. Um, so is this, you know, the, the idea of the, the climate study that was released is that we have to do something immediately or we're going to have, you know, an irretrievable problem. I guess my question is, you know, there were all sorts of organisms that just did what they were doing for, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of years that, you know, they that brought on the last ice age, that survived the last ice age, you know, what should this information mean something for us? Well, there were humans living during the last ice age, for example, but at a much lower population level. And the thing is, when you drop into an ice age, you get extreme climate instability, where the global mean temperature jumps up and down by about 24 degrees Fahrenheit on time scales of a few centuries or less. And with that degree of climate instability, large-scale cultivation becomes impossible, uh, which means we're not going to be able to grow the food to feed billions of human beings. Uh, the human population would have to drop uh, dramatically in order for us to be able to survive uh, the next ice age. It would also impact technology, because to maintain technology you need climate stability. And the articles I've written, I've written a whole book on this too called Improbable Planet, is to make the point global high-technology civilization requires that we live in an ice age cycle. We're growing all the food we can grow because of the ice that's left over from the last ice age. And also with each ice age cycle, you get a re-fertilization of the great agricultural plains. So we have to be living during an ice age cycle, and that's existed for the last 2.6 million years. 
but only the past 9,000 has we had climate stability. Climate stability is the exception. It's not the norm. So I think the real question addresses how much longer can we extend this incredible blessed period we've had of extreme climate stability? And the answer is uh, it could end in as little as 100 years, and we could put it off for as long as maybe 1,400 years. Wow, so, that's fascinating. Yeah, so what would what would have in – if if human action is inducing in some way what you're thinking of as the next ice age, then what induced the last ice age? Okay, there are natural processes governing the ice age cycle. Uh, things, for example, the variation, the tilt of Earth's rotation axis – it varies between 24.5 and 22.1 degrees. When it tilts over to 24.5, uh, you get a warming incident. 22.1, things get cold. It was at 24.5 about 8,700 years ago. And if you look at the global climate from 8,700 years ago until 70 years ago, it was a gradual cooling. In the last 70 years, all the cooling that we experienced in the previous 8,700 years has been reversed, uh, you know, partly to human activity, but also there's other natural processes at work. I see. And so we're already in a cooling episode as far as the natural processes is concerned. It's human activity that's really extended the period of the interglacial. And I think it's been a combination, excuse me, of several natural phenomena combined with human activity that is responsible for this period of extreme climate stability. I think what the IPCC is pointing out, we humans are now overdoing the compensation. And so one way we can extend the period of climate stability uh, is to, in my opinion, put into effect uh, those measures that would cool the climate and at the same time boost the economy. I think what's causing the political debate is you've got one side saying we need to cool the climate and we need to make draconian economic sacrifices to make that happen. Uh, but I've written a book making the point that there's actually solutions we can take that will simultaneously cool the climate, stabilize the climate, and boost the world economy. Interesting. That's a win-win-win. Why would anybody vote against it? Well, I guess the politicians always have their own way, don't they? Hugh Ross is with us from Reasons to Believe. So, Hugh, you're, you're talking about you know massive sweeps of history, of time. And, of course, behind all this is the perfection of God's fine-tuning. Here we are on this little blue marble, the pale blue dot, and we are effectively messing with God's fine-tuning. But you're saying in some ways – we can still make amends on this and bring us back to where we need to be to allow the Earth to be viable for X number of thousands of more years. Yeah, you're making excellent points. Number one, we have this period of extreme climate stability in an ice age because it's a miraculous gift from God. And so I think we need to recognize this is a special gift. It's an incredible blessing. This is God's gift to us. I think that motivates us to discover why is God blessing us to this, to this degree? What does it say about the purpose that God had for creating human beings? And then as we look at that purpose, how much more time do we need to fulfill that purpose? And that should help us strategize what we should do uh, to maintain the climate 
and put it in the context where we see at the end of Genesis 1, that God gave a command to humanity, manage the resources of planet Earth for your benefit and the benefit of all other life. And so I think we need to go to God, go to the scriptures, go to the book of nature, and look for those solutions. And that's why I'm against solutions that cripple our economy. That's not for our benefit. There are solutions we can seek that are for our benefit, the benefit of the planet, and the benefit of all life. That's the direction we should go. Fabulous. Hugh, you're endlessly fascinating. Thank you so much for being with us today. If people want to read more about this, reasons.org slash Ross. They can get a free chapter of our book, Improbable Planet, where they can read about this in more detail. Very nice. Hugh Ross from Reasons to Believe. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme gift ideas for everyone on your list. From annual favorites like remote starters to truck accessories, lift kits, weather tech floor liners, tonneau covers, electronics, wheels and accessories, and more. Heard of Drone Mobile? Use your smartphone to control, secure, and even track your vehicle from anywhere in the world. Don't know what to get? Get a gift card. For an extreme selection of the year's most extreme gifts, visit Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville at ExtremeTruck.net. I really thought I would die of stress long before the cancer. Because the diagnosis brought this avalanche of worries. The money, the travel, the burden on the family. One night I called the American Cancer Society, and they helped me map out a plan. Got me free rides to chemo and even a free place to stay during treatment. They took away those other fears, so I could rest up for the real fight. Please give at cancer.org. Dell's Cyber Week sale for small businesses on. Save big with massive deals on office essentials like computers with 8th Gen Intel Core processors. Dell's small business technology advisors can help you find the right tech at Cyber Week prices. Visit dell.com slash SBCyberWeek or call 877-BY-DELL. Okay, it's Tuesday. Uh, the pain has subsided somewhat. Talking about Sunday Steeler loss, and uh, Kathy, you've uh, you got the silver lining in all this. I think there is a silver lining. Really? First off, if you listen to Mike Tomlin's press conference, I mean, it's just entertainment A plus. Mike Tomlin, he has a grasp of the English language. It is which defies so outstanding and an attitude that just propels the words forward in a way that is unique. <laughs> That's it, isn't it? It's the engine of the attitude just, that makes it all work. I love it so much. Fascinating. Anyway, Dom Rinelli, uh, who does media stuff for the Steelers, put out a couple stats today I thought were interesting. Kind yeah. of, you know, p- put things in perspective. Um, there are several Steelers players who are leading the AFC this year, this current season, okay, in several different areas. So offense like, and I'd defense. Li- I'd like to tell you what they are. Okay. Um, all of these players are on offense. Mm-hmm. Okay. James Conner. Leading the NFL. James Conner leads the AFC. In rushing yards at 849, really? in scrimmage yards, 1302, and in rushing touchdowns at 10. Wow. Really? Despite that? How about in spite of not a great game the last two, last... he's still leading the AFC okay. in those three areas. We're going to stick with him. Juju. Yeah. Who has had two terrific. Crazy games. Really terrific games. He leads the AFC in receptions. Whoa. Seven with 77. Very nice, Juju. That, that surprises me. Me too. I'm, I'm Although, when you're watching that game on Sunday, I mean, pass, 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 pass. But he was spreading across the field, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I know. And there are a lot of good Seven teams in the AFC. Receivers. I mean, yeah, you're looking right. at Kansas City. You're looking Kansas at San City. Diego, who's not San Diego anymore. Mm. Um, okay. Antonio Brown. A.B.? 
tied for the AFC lead in touchdown catches at 11. What? And believe me, we wish he had 12. <laughs> we sure do. Yeah. It's all right. Well, we're happy with 11. And Ben Roethlisberger. Oh, my gosh. Ben Roethlisberger leads the AFC in passing yards at 3,664 and also leads the AFC in completions at 312. Wow. Look, when you watch Ben play now, like, you know, when you saw that play? He is... The he is He's a maestro. He is a maestro. He is he is the rare person who has ascended to the level of master. He is. He really is. I mean, that's Yoda like mm-hmm. what he's doing on the field. Yeah. When you watch Drew Brees, it's the same way. Yeah. If you watch Tom Brady, it's the same way. Those people are at a, are on a different plane. I know Jake Mahomes looks great this year. I appreciate that. I can't think of the the dude's name who's the quarterback for the uh, Rams. Great quarterback. I get, oh, but yeah, it, but it's just different. These guys who have played for this long, Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers is another one. They are just, they are doing things and seeing things Mm -hmm. that are just, you have to sit back. When he threw that, um, that touchdown pass to Juju, when he was literally falling backwards, he threw that. Coming into him. And I don't know, went for 78 yards or whatever it was. I said to my husband, I leaned back and I said, we have to soak this in because any year now he's going to be gone and... Chances are we will never Not in our enough. lifetimes or maybe beyond our lifetimes ever right. have a quarterback like this for the Steelers. That's why like when you saw Ben on the sideline, sort of running towards the sidelines and sort of tottering, you think, oh, Ben. You know, meanwhile, he's a beast. Mm-hmm. He's this massive physical. But at the same time, you worry about him. He's just a dude. Yeah. He's a 36-year-old dude. Who's just been beaten on the entirety We're of his career. We're just so fortunate. We sure to have him play for our city. Hey, thanks for being with us. Have a great night. Uh, Drive careful out there. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.